This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Joy of Junk Journals, the Paper Outpost podcast. So happy to have you here. Um, I am coming to you uh, from the local park, and I'm sitting in my truck, and it is raining, so you might hear some rain in the background. Not a good walking day at the park, so I left Sunny at home. Um, The puddles are pretty deep around me, and um, I just discovered YouTube has stories like Instagram did. So I just, if you want to see a picture of the puddles, check out my YouTube story. I I, was an experimental one. Forgive me, please. But um, yeah, so uh, okay. Um, I am sitting here nice and toasty dry. It's uh, not cold. It's probably 85 degrees out, but it is super wet, super humid, and super rainy. And um, I love these snuggly times because it kind of reminds me of the holidays, you know, that that uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving kind of feeling, even Halloween. Halloween here in Florida is when the temperature changes. I mean, it, you can almost clock it to the day. All of a sudden, we'll drop 10 degrees in temperature, and then, then our fall will start. And I know it's different, different places in, in the world, but um, the holidays are upon us, and that is what this video, this video, hello, um, this podcast is all about. So, approaching the holidays, how do you prepare as a crafter? It's obviously going to be based on your needs, are you a crafter who sells their items? Are you a crafter who makes things for your family and maybe you have an enormous family? Or are you a crafter who's um, single and um, kidless but has a lot of friends and wants to make things for their friends? Or maybe their hairdresser or their dog walker or their mailman or something like that. Either way, you may find your need or desire to um, bump up your craft creation, creation production increasing a little bit. On the last, I believe a couple podcasts ago, I talked about uh, mass producing um, junk journals specifically, but now I want to focus more on just talking about when and how to prepare yourself for the up and coming holidays in general. And, um, you know, I would, uh, uh, let's take Halloween first. I mean, Halloween is creeping up on us. And uh, when I was a kid, oh my goodness, Halloween was my favorite holiday. And, and of course, it was linked to the fact that there was so much candy everywhere. Um, I was just a little, you know, candy-aholic as a kid. And uh, when I discovered that we, uh, you could... I was, you know, originally taking around the little plastic pumpkins, which in itself is a boatload of candy for any kid. But when I saw the older kids carrying pillowcases, holy mackerel, my world changed. I figured, wow, I just get a bigger container. I can take home more candy. And um, so that's that's what I did. And uh, then the idea of pacing yourself. Oh, look at all the candy you have. You know you cannot eat it all at one time, so you must pace yourself. You must um, organize it according to day and week and month and year, and we can put it in little Ziploc bags and throw it in the freezer. And I'm looking at... (laughs) Okay, my mother never said this, but other mothers did, and there's a lot of rationale behind that. And let's face it, 
<clears throat> I don't even know if they push so much candy on kids anymore, but it came in bucketfuls um, where I was. And uh, you, your entire mission was to collect as much as humanly possible in those couple hours that you were out. And uh, so I would go really early and then I would go really late while it was like just a little too late to keep going. And I start to get the wrinkled noses at the door when I would ring the bell and like, you're still out. What are you doing? It's over. Go away. Then I'd be like, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll knock it off. And uh, so I came home with my horde. I don't know why I'm telling you the story. I'm just telling you the story. But um, uh, so then I would immediately dump everything onto the floor and I would subdivide and organize and categorize to the prized possessions um, and to the uh, all the way down to the, the, the candy I didn't like at all. And uh, uh, so uh, I would organize. And in, in, uh, we had Canadian candy, um, chocolate bars and things like that. And if you've ever had Canadian candy, you know it's really good. That's right. That's all I'm saying. It's really good. Our version of M&Ms are called Smarties. And we have something called Aero Bars and Coffee Crisps and oh, so many other things that, I mean, just mind-blowing. I mean, do yourself a favor at one they even sell it in Publix in our grocery store. There's a Canadian candy section. Yeah, I kid you not. It's that good. Yeah. Okay. So the Aero chocolate bars were my primo uh, collection. So I would put all those in a pile. And of course, I ended up eating those first. And the far end, the ones I didn't like the most... That was the suckers, the lollipop things. Yep, didn't like those at all. So they were very low on the totem pole of joy for me. So anyway, just kind of when you start thinking about your own experiences through the holidays, that was a bit of a selfish uh, uh, rant through uh, my experience in Halloween. <laughs> but uh, you translate that through Thanksgiving. You translate that through Christmas. It brings a lot of emotion and a lot of memory and a lot of... Um, hopefully warm, fuzzy feelings and uh, gatherings of family and, and things like that. So it kind of gets you in the mood, in the groove when you're thinking about making things for certain holidays that are coming up. And uh, what to do? What's a crafter to do? Well, as we all know, that crafter season starts much earlier for these holidays than the actual holiday because we have to, we need time to make things. And it, it takes, um, you know, crafter hours to do that. So when you're collecting things for holidays, it's a good idea, I think, to collect in the off season because that's when you can get the stuff for the least amount of money. I mean, buying Christmas things in the middle of July or buying things um, at a garage sale um, or a thrift store in the Christmas zone. Um, usually they're so they just want to get rid of the stuff and you can get it for a song. So that's a great time to bulk up. You'll notice the closer we get to the bigger holidays, that stuff starts to go up in price and disappear off the shelves. So take that into account and also take into account anybody you know in your neighborhood that is, you know, moving, unloading their stuff, clearing out a room, clearing out their basement, clearing out their attic. Somebody passed away. They want to move a lot of stuff. This is an opportune time to get holiday stuff. Now, for a junk journal, you don't need a lot of holiday stuff. It can fill up very quickly. One great source for Christmas stuff is old Christmas cards. If you have old Christmas cards around, um, the beautiful front covers of those are just so lovely. They come in this beautiful cardstock thickness paper and the most beautiful images. They make the most gorgeous bookmarks and pockets and tucks and, and you can turn them into uh, journal covers and things like that. Um, also, those little gift tag hang things, they are a lot of fun to tuck into pockets and tucks and things like that. You can make little mini journals out of them. You can do so much. Um, oh, some creepy 
truck going by. Keep going, buddy. Don't even, don't even think about messing with me, mister. That's right. I'll turn you into a junk journal. Okay, he's carrying on. Yeah, I think I scared him with my scowl face. Um, <clears throat> um, so, yeah. So, it is... Uh, um, time to focus on the holiday season and you got to pace yourself. You got, like I said, the Halloween, the Thanksgiving and the Christmas, and maybe you're not going to do something for everything. You don't, you don't need to do anything for holidays. I mean, just making things that are non-holiday specific. What is that? Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, when you have this phone device and it makes beeps and, and, and we have so many beeps around our house, we don't even know what the beeps are for anymore. Isn't that weird? My husband and I will pop up like two meerkats going, something beeped. What was that? Do you know? No, I don't know either. What is it? What is it? Um, okay. And our biggest fear always is, um, is it the carbon monoxide? Uh, alarm going off? Is it a smoke alarm going off? Is it um, somebody left the fridge open or somebody left something in the microwave or the dryer's done? I mean, it's like a thousand beeps. Um, I'm sure at some level you can uh, relate. Uh, But anyway, the... uh, um, So... I don't know. I find it advantageous to collect throughout the year, but then realize you don't need as much stuff as you think unless you're going to make a ton of stuff. And some people have very big families, so don't get me wrong. Um, Really? Please. Okay. Um, So I would say that, uh, yeah, you know, stocking stuffers. Let's talk stocking stuffers. Sometimes just to get rolling, you want to start making a few small things. It's easy. It's light. Husband that keeps uh, dingling in, and I, I don't know how to mute this without not recording. So I'll just carry on as if. Uh, please forgive us. We're 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 pathetic rookies at at navigating tech. Actually, my husband's very good at navigating tech, and I'm a I'm the pathetic rookie. Uh, I'm trying to learn as as much as I can, um, but I, I tell myself a little morsel every day, chew on it, and then move on because it can be very overwhelming. Um, but. Uh, um, yeah, just uh, the same thing at what, when you're approaching a big holiday. Try a little morsel. Try chew on the little morsel. Maybe make a stocking stuffer. Maybe make handmade bookmarks for your entire family for uh, Christmas. Um, you know, wouldn't that be fun? That'd be so cute in a stocking. A hand, I, I would totally save that if somebody gave me a handmade bookmark. That would be like, my Aunt Sally gave me this handmade bookmark, and I'm never letting it go. And it would go in my drawer of special things, you know? And, um, and, and kids and other family, they're kind of funny because sometimes you never actually get to see the emotion that they feel around something when you hand make and give them something. They hide that emotion because they don't want to appear too emotional. <laughs> and, uh, but later they're looking at it or they're going through their drawers and they come like, oh, Aunt Sally. And they have all this warm, fuzzy explosion feeling. And uh, um, I think that's kind of nice. You know, I really do. I think that's kind of nice. And um, so, yeah, I have these little treasure chests of um, things that people have given me over the years, friends and family that, uh, um, and there's something about a handmade gift. It just, it reaches into the heart and you know that this person just didn't click on a button. They didn't click on Amazon. They didn't click on eBay or, you know, or they didn't send you a gift card for gosh sakes. Uh, Basically, here's some honey. Go figure it out yourself. I I can't be bothered. Um, (laughs) No, no, gift cards are good. Um, And you can make cute little... um, things to slip gift cards into as crafters so there you go you could best of both worlds um uh and i love getting things or making things for people that they don't 
that they don't want or don't expect. Like, um, so I have a girlfriend who she's like, my, my daughter's 11 now and she wants this, that, this, that, and this, and that. And I said, okay, she'll be absolutely sure not to get any of that from me. I'm going to get her something weird. I'm going to be weird Auntie Pam and she's going to get odd things. And I actually, I love to get people old vintage things, old antique things, um, something that you know they're going to hang on to and uh, they're going to look at it and maybe they're going to look at it years from now and years from now and years from now and uh, like old pocket watches and old uh, letter openers and um, all sorts of weird things. I got, uh, um, we're, uh, we are not we, Pearsonby, but our family is going to have a new baby soon and uh, um, the little baby, uh, its parents live in Germany and I I came across this uh, velvet covered guardian angel book. It's very small and it's, it's from the 1800s and I thought, oh, oh got it. I, you know, I mean, stuff like that, that is just so cool. It's one of a kind. They, they would never think of it. You know, every, let everybody else get them all the regular stuff. You know, uh, we're crafters. We are creative. We come up with these unusual ideas and even better when they're from your own hands. Now, let it be known that I've already inundated my family with so many things um, that I've handmade. So, um, you know, if I buy them something old, that's probably a better <laughs> segue because they were all testers, although I never really trusted their response because they're family. You know what I mean? So they got to say they like it and oogle over it for a few minutes. But, um, um, uh, but I, you know, it's, and it's also an excellent opportunity for you to try on your mask making skills. That's right. Okay. You're coming up with Halloween. Maybe you're going to make little Halloween journals to give out to all the kids. Maybe they're going to be very small and simple. Well, what a great idea, right? And all these unsuspecting children who have never seen a junk journal before. Maybe it could be a little pamphlet. I mean, it doesn't have to be super big or anything. You could just, you know, fold a few pages and put a cute little... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cover and maybe a pocket, a tuck, a rubber stamp. I mean, it doesn't have to be much. They love that stuff. Don't rule out your knitting circle. They love that stuff. Um, and it's an easy way to cover a lot of people quickly, but with something beautiful and handmade. And um, um, so that's kind of fun. So, yeah, Halloween. I mean, what could you do for Halloween? I mean, um, we can definitely make journals. We can make little um, hangy things. We can make cute little things to hang in our kitchen, kitchen witch style things. Um and, and not to mention all the world of Happy Mail when you just want to send some goodies to somebody. This is an opportune time to experiment and play. And let's say you want to do a Halloween Happy Mail to your closest junk journal friends or people who you're trying to get involved in the junk journal world. Um, this is where you don't have to worry, will it fit in the journal? Is it too big? Is it too thick? Or da, da, da. Just make it. Just go forward and make it. And uh, have fun with it. And, and don't worry about the size. Don't worry about this. Don't like just stop worrying and just more making less worrying more making less worrying because uh the the saddest thing i think is when a crafter sits down they're like all motivated and they think think some thought comes across it won't be good enough nobody will like it what am i doing this is silly you got to take that thought you got to roll it up in a ball like a crumpled piece of paper and you just toss it aside and you say 
I don't care. I don't care if you're there. I thought I'm just going to completely ignore you and I'm going to just make it anyway because I don't know where this road will lead, but it may lead somewhere wonderful. And if I don't go down it, I will never know. So I'm casting off all judgment on myself. I go hopping down the rabbit trail and I'm making things. And I just picture this person sitting at a, a table somewhere and all this fury flying papers and trim and and little paper punches and all this stuff and all this color and and you know they're painting and they're drawing and they're and they're cutting and snipping and gluing and uh at the end they're just all covered in little lint bits and uh you know fabric fuzz and and their fingers are so gluey and stained from the ink um that but there's just this glorious look of ah now that was a grand crafting session yeah, so, um, okay, well, let's peer into Thanksgiving. Um, well, being very thankful for the opportunity to craft. I mean, when you think about it, it really is an opportunity to craft because um, sometimes, I remember times in my life where I was so busy working, you know, traditional jobs, there was no time, energy to craft because I was exhausted. I was mentally and imaginatively exhausted. I couldn't, I couldn't even think to create. I just needed to get a lot of stuff done in a short period of time. And it was all very, um, not fun. It wasn't fun. And uh, I wanted more fun. I wanted the fun back. Where's the fun in my life? Why are the kids all having fun? Why can't adults have fun? We need more fun. Let's invite it. And, uh, um, you know, slowly the little creative urges started to call from deep down in the depths of the darkness of, you know, my soul somewhere like, please create, just go and create. You'll find happiness there somehow. And uh, so and, and feeling very embarrassed in the beginning because um, I'm like, oh, I don't want anybody to see this, please. This is just atrocious. And, um, you know, but kind of knowing inside, boy, that was a lot of fun. I really kind of liked doing that. And um, what else can I make? You know, that would come across. What else can I make? And let's face it, the holidays are a great excuse to make stuff because, you know, the family, they're coming at you. They're like, hey, we need, we got, we got, we have all these requests of you. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm crafting for two hours and I have the holidays coming up. So you must understand I have a lot to accomplish. So there you go, people. That's your um, answer when they start coming at you with all the, the family to do's, you just say, whoa, Nelly, whoa, Nelly, settle down. Mama's got holiday crafting to handle. I will, I will help you in a minute. Just go and, and odds are they're going to figure whatever it was they were trying to bug you about, um, out on their own, given another five minutes. Um, um, you know, family's so cute. Sometimes they play helpless. You know, we're like, it's just so much easier if you do it for me, you know? <laughs> So uh, if you look really busy in your holiday crafting, they might be a little less uh, inclined to come over and bug you. So put your reindeer ears on, you know, that, that headband thing, mm -hmm. and get the goofy sweater. And uh, just just start. Let, let's see if that gives you some more quality crafty time. Um, because not only uh, will you experience the joy of giving when, when it comes time to uh, give your creations, or the joy of selling if you're selling your creations, um, you're going to have the joy in making too and um, experimenting. And uh, I hope that this these holiday seasons, you really push your envelope. You really... Um, I don't mean run out there and buy a bunch of stuff expensive or anything like that. I mean, try new things. If you're paralyzed when you think about drawing or painting, try it and try and be non-judgmental and start simple and start 
uh, understanding that uh, painting and drawing, again, um, are their skills and they can be learned. And you don't have to be Rembrandt or Leonardo. You can put a splotch on a paper and turn it into a flower very quickly. I've had some um, Instagram uh, post carousels. I'm starting to learn about Instagram. So um, uh, just recently of how you can do very simple shapes, like uh, start with a circle, start with a triangle, start with a square. I think I'm going to do a video on that so you can see it too, uh, more long form. But basically, you just make something out of nothing. And if you have a pen or a pencil and paper, you can create so many things in so many different ways and it can look dandy. You can do the neatest um, stationary sets with very few supplies. Um, you can make your own envelopes. If, if you just have a stack of copy paper, you know, or any paper that you can get your hands on, um, and you can start creating. Oh, that would be really nice. We should make some, let me write that down. Make some stationary gift sets. All right, stationary. Do you know stationary has an E in it? I know. Isn't that weird? Doesn't it feel like it wants an A? Like it's very stationary. I think when it's an A, it means something is in place. But when it's stationary with the E at the end, like airy, the E, it's the writing stuff, the paper, writing like envelopes and writing paper and, uh, you know, things related to writing. Stationary gift sets. And then, oh, also we want to, um, oh yeah, do the long form simple shape drawing um this thing can lead so many ways when you start playing with something extremely simple and then you start to see how pretty much everything is very simple in its when you break it down to its component parts because everything is one step and it's one step it's one step and next thing you know you take a circle and you turn it into a flower and then you turn it into a vine of flowers and then you have a big cluster of vine flowers and then you have a flourish or an embellishment for the corner of your page before you know it now you can do the same thing on the bottom and uh, you have a, a personalized beautifully hand-drawn um, addition to your junk journals and you didn't buy any rubber stamps you didn't buy any stickers you didn't buy any digi kits you you just created this and it takes two seconds and no two will ever be the same because uh, that's the way it is that's the way you are and uh, you can just have a lot of fun creating things so I'm encouraging you this holiday season to push your own envelope and and try things that you feel are outside of your sphere and um, Start small, start simple, uh, start big. Um, maybe you've never played with mixed media before. Maybe you've never played with uh, paints, you know? Um, so, so try some things and we'll try some things together too. So we'll see how it goes because uh, um, I'm a learn as I go. I'll try anything. And um, if you have ideas that you want me to try, you're more than welcome to share them with me. I love hearing your ideas. I think you guys have great ideas. So thank you so much. And I really, really appreciate you guys hanging out and listening. I hope you're having fun here and I can't wait to come and talk with you again. Um, I did start a new print and mail service for my digikits. Um, normally, um, did my digikits are, you have to have a printer or you have to go down to Office Depot or Kinko's if you don't have a printer and have them print them out for you. But I had so many requests for people wondering, if, could you please print them out for me? I don't have a printer and I don't, I just don't want to go to Office Depot. And I thought, okay, I'm going to put this out there and we'll see if anybody is interested. And many of you have come forward and um, you seem to like them. So uh, I just want you to know that that is available. And the way Way that works is um, uh, it's you get to pick 10 digi kits and each digi kit has five pages in it so you end up with 50 pages of printed 
images being mailed to you directly. And all I need from you is the list of the names of the DigiKits. And actually, probably about 50% of the people want me to pick the kits for them. Just say, pick the pretty ones or pick the, but I like butterflies and birds or I like flowers and, um, you know, old papers, you know, I mean, uh, and you just pick up, you know, whatever's easy for you. Um, just send me a note. You can either note me through Etsy contact or you can even send an email to Pam at the paper outpost.com. I now have that email address, Pam at the paper outpost.com. Um, so that's hopefully easy to remember. Um, you can send me your list that way, but yeah, you just go onto my Etsy page and you'll see a new section on the left side called print and mail digi kit. And you just click that and then you send me your, um, uh, 10 choices of digi kits and I will drop those in the mail to you within 24 hours of getting your list. So that is new. What else is going on? Um, Let's see. Um, I think I've told you, um, I know I've told you <laughs> about the um, emailed newsletter. If you haven't signed up for that, it's free and it comes monthly and it includes a digital image that's emailed to you as well as a checklist of supplies and a note from a bookmaker, something that you can tuck in the beginning of your junk journal to explain what a junk journal is and how to use it. And um, it has junk journal tips also and updates for me, what's going on at the Paper Outpost. And um, um, I have an Amazon shop. I have the Etsy shop where I also sell fundals and fundals are, um, 100 piece paper collections of antique, vintage, or very interesting papers, book pages, hand dyed pages that I've done personally, a whole uh, plethora of things that come in hundred packs. And I mail those out to you directly so that you can have fun seeing these old papers in your hand. There's lots of ledger and, um, uh, handwriting and postcards and tea cards and, um, old medical prescriptions. I mean, you just name it. There's all sorts of fascinating things in there to gander through. And they'll always be a little different depending on supplies, but you're going to get a nice mix. And I try and make them better and better and better as I make them. So I've had a lot of people reorder them. So I think that's a good sign. I, I think you like them. So thank you very much for that. And um, um, let's see. So, oh, uh, you know about the podcast, right? Because we're, we're talking on it. Tuesdays and Thursdays, the podcast comes out. And um, what else? I don't have my list in front of me. I know, gosh forbid. I, you think I would have this thing memorized by now. Videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern Time. You can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. I'm working on developing Instagram. I truly apologize for all the horrible posts that I have been posting for the last three years there. And um, I'm, improve, I'm hopefully improving the quality of the post now that I'm starting to understand what it is. Um, that's a deep, dark hole, isn't it? Um, Instagram, there's so much going on there. I can barely, I can barely keep up. Um, but anyway, you guys, more important than anything and all this gobbledygook, remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. Go forth and create, everyone. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.